BHH Productions presents KB Cabaret, an original variety show, with your host, Bree Harvey. Hi folks, and welcome to KB Cabaret. My name is Bree Harvey, head writer and producer of this show. KB Cabaret is a calabaloo of original skits, songs, poetry, and short stories. What's Calabaloo, you ask? Magic, from a child's creative imagination. I was five when I coined that word, and it's been around my family ever since. The settings originate from my hometown, Parlor City. And the stories originate from people who Who are a product of fiction. Names, characters, places, and incidents either are products of the author's imagination or are used fictitiously. Any resemblance to actual events, locales, or persons living or dead is entirely coincidental. Thank you, Kate. That, folks, obviously, is my lawyer. Starring my friends, the Parlor City Players, Judy McMahon, Kate Murray, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, your host, Bree Harvey. Welcome to our town. Welcome to Parlor City, where our friends come, come out to play. Don't leave, they stay and chat a while. Welcome to our town, to KB Cabaret. This week on KB Cabaret, our musical guest is our own Bree Harvey, who brings us four songs arranged by Dave Rice from the Basement Audio Recording Studio. KB Cabaret is brought to you by Sierra Vista Mattresses. Welcome to our time to KB Cabaret. Mornings are a special time for me. My rituals are simple. A good cup of coffee, soft classical music, and a little daily feature in our local newspaper called Advice with Granny Ada. And now KB Cabaret presents Advice with Granny Ada, Parlor City's cherished advice columnist. Dear Granny Ada, I usually hear about relationships and how to handle them. My issue is just the opposite. I don't want anything to do with men. I don't want to talk to them, I don't want to work with them, and I especially don't want to date them. This does not mean I'm not attracted to them. I am, in some ways. I like my privacy and feel my body is my private temple and should not be entered or tampered with. Some of my family members feel I should be seeing a psychologist, thinking there is something wrong with me. I do not feel there is. This is just the way I was born. I don't especially like being around women either, but they at least do not threaten me since I'm not remotely attracted to them. Granny Ed, I wish I could just be myself and work at home. Right now I have no choice but to interact with people because I work in human resources for a large insurance firm. Why do I feel at 43 like the odd one out? Signed, prefer my own company. Dear own company, how delightful. Not wanting to be with people in general is a problem of social anxiety disorder. 
Not wanting to be with men because they threaten you is androphobic. You seem to have both, which makes you anthropophobic. Not wanting to be with a man in the biblical way may be an intimacy disorder. So what do we have here? You obviously are doing what you are doing and feel there is no problem. The only problem there seems to be others are suggesting that you behave and react otherwise. Since I see you retiring from human resources one day and reverting to an online position, I suggest you do nothing. Let fools be fools. Hear and react to only the ones you wish to communicate with. You're obviously your best company. Treat yourself to a glass of wine at home with a lovely candlelight dinner for one. Watch television, read books, and don't look into the mirror too often. You do not want to dislike yourself as well. I hope, dear, you and yourself will have the relationship you desire. After all, dear, you are your own best friend. Enjoy. Thank you for writing, honey, and have a nice day. Granny Ada Well, folks, this is usually a time that Beulah comes over and says, Yoo-hoo, is anybody home? I got a phone call from Beulah, and she says she can't wait to come back to the show next week. And she sent a letter. <laughs> I guess she doesn't believe in email technology. And I am to pass this on to, quote, her lovely, blessed audience. She writes, Hello all from Sunny Hills Sanatorium in Colorado Springs. I am wrapping up my final week of rest and relaxation in this wonderful place of solitude. I have had a chance to reflect and refocus here. And when I get back, I have a surprise to share with all of you. In the meantime, I would like to share a marvelous recipe of a cocktail we have been served on a daily basis at the sanatorium. I know you will love it as I do. It's called the Treasure Chest. I revised it a little and call it the Treasure Chest of Goodies. There's a whole bunch of healthy, fruity goodness inside our glasses, but the girls and I added a bit of jollies into our cups, if you know what I mean. So enjoy and be prepared for a delightful surprise when I get back. Best to you all, Beulah. There you have it, folks. Can't wait to hear Beulah's news. In the meantime, I'll post this potently fruity drink recipe online for you to sample on our website, kbcabaret.com. That's k-b-k-a-b-a-r-e-t dot com. love our parents. We know we can't kill them, so that's why we write comedy. KB Cabaret presents The Dysfunctionals.
I love this place. It's a nightmare. What's a nightmare? This place. This place is beautiful. I hate this place. Why? Because it's not hospitable. What do you mean? It means this condo is too big and too unwelcoming. It's modern. Give me French provincial. French provincial belonged to King Louis the Fourteenth. This is modern. I don't like the furniture. It's white leather. I don't like the private elevator. This is a penthouse that comes with the private elevator. What if it breaks down? What breaks down? The private elevator. What if it breaks down and nobody knows? They'll know. Oh, no. I don't trust these modern conveniences. Look, I paid $10,000 a month for three months in this place, and you could say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know you're a good man, but I feel trapped. Trapped? This is a $20,000 a square foot penthouse in Florida. It's cold. Cold? Turn off the air conditioner. No, I mean it's unfriendly. Everything is white, leather, and stainless steel. Give me a break, Ruth. No, I mean it. And the intercom, it drives me crazy. The intercom? Yes, intercom. It speaks without it being spoken to. What are you talking about? It speaks. It speaks. Listen. I'm listening. Well, it spoke before. I, uh, just a few minutes ago, and something about a fest. A fest? Did you have in your hearing aids? No, but I heard clear as a bell we are having a fest. You don't think it's one of those hedonistic places, do you, Stanley? I should be so lucky. No, Ruth, this is Hollywood, Florida. It's a bunch of 80-year-olds. I'm taking a nap. Okay, but don't say I didn't warn you. When I wake up, I'm going to the beach. You want to join me? Oh, heavens no. You want me to get a sunburn? Forget it. Besides, I don't trust the elevator. I said forget it. What if we got stuck? Forget it. I'm taking a nap. Fine. I'm going to the bathroom. Where is it? I can't find anything in this place. Well, it's not there. That's the kitchen. Go down the hall. It's the second door on the left. If you want me, I'll be in the room where the bed is. Attention, residents. The fire alarm will go off in two minutes. This is only a test. There is no cause for panic. This is only a test. Thank you for your cooperation. What did you say, Stanley? Nothing. I'm in the bedroom taking a nap. I thought you said something. I was trying to turn on the faucet in the bathroom, and I turned the fan on instead. What? What? Oh, never mind. Never mind. That's an alarm! Oh my god! There's a fire in the building! Stanley! There's a fire in the building! Don't panic, Ruth. Where are you going? To the bedroom to get my jewelry box! Where's the goddamn bedroom? Down the hall! Son of a You have to get out of here! I'm in my pajamas! Pajamas? So what? I'm in my robe! We have to get out of here, Stanley! Stanley, now! Oh, I knew this would happen. We are stuck on the top floor of a 30-floor building. Oh, oh my heart. Oh, let's go. No, not the elevator. The stairs, Stanley! When there's a fire, you can only take the stairs. It's 30 flights. Now is not the time to be afraid of heights, Stanley. I hate you for bringing me here. What? 30 flights of stairs. Next time, if I should live, we're not going anywhere. Slow down, Ruth. My heart. 
Hurry, Stanley. I don't want to die in a stairwell. Are you sure there's a fire? Yes, I'm sure. The alarm went off, and I heard fire as clear as day. No one else is on the stairs. That's because we're the last ones left. Hurry. We're halfway there. Wait, wait. Stop. I need to rest. No, Stanley. We can't rest. Is that smoke I smell? Oh, I smell smoke. Hurry, Stanley. I don't smell smoke. I just need a minute. We're on the tenth floor, Stanley. We're going to burn alive. We need to go. All right, all right. Five more floors, Stanley. Two. We've made it. Mr. and Mrs. Edelman. Water. Water. No. We all need to get out of here before the building collapses. Collapses, Mrs. Edelman? The fire! We need to get out! There's no fire, ma'am. The alarm was only a test. Water. Here, here you are, sir. Have a seat. I'm gonna kill you if I don't die first. It's your fault for bringing me here! I'm going upstairs. No! Don't take the elevator. You'll get stuck. And so our saga ends again for now. But join us next time for The Dysfunctionals. And now to introduce her first song of the show, our own producer, Bree Harvey. The first selection you are hearing today is my song that I wrote called In Tune With Me. And the title reflects exactly how I feel lately. (laughs) Funny, it took over five decades to feel this way. I am empowered by the knowledge that I was born with a purpose. Not a purpose imposed by others upon me, but through my own sheer will, I have found my voice of worth and value. Now I am driven to create, to produce, to project. I am, after all, in tune with me. Look at me, look at how I'm breaking free. The empowerment of these chains are falling free. I have waited all my life for this time. I have waited so long. Now completely I am able to see for the world's in tune with me. Look at me, can't you see it's all I need? To be able to be strong and take the lead.
Stranger. Hey. Have a seat. Join me for some coffee. So how was the vacay? It was okay. Okay? You finally had your fiancé, Marilyn, to yourself for a whole two weeks. Sort of. Sort of? Yeah, sort of. This I gotta hear. So what happened? Well, she invited three of her friends. Oh? Yeah. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, maybe. Maybe? Marilyn invited her cousin Grace and her boyfriend. I see. And the third friend? Bob. Bob. Yeah, Bob. I didn't like him. Oh? Why? I know, you're right. I'm crazy, just like Marilyn told me. They were just down and out in their luck, and she wanted to give them a break. Well, that's generous of both of you. Yeah, really generous, since I paid their tab. Well, you can only blame yourself, Barry. What do you mean? I mean, she is always taking advantage of you. Yeah, yeah, but but I love her to death. At least you spend some time with her at night, right? Not really. She had her own room. Her own room? Yeah, that's the only way she would go on this trip. You took out separate rooms in the hotel? Yep. She's your fiancé. So? She's a proper lady, saving herself for the honeymoon. She's 55. Your point? My point is, where did her friends sleep? Grace and her boyfriend shared my room. And Bob? Yeah, I never knew where Bob slept. Bob disappeared nightly? Yeah, he was strange. So why did you put up with him? Oh, because Marilyn's like a mother hen to him. He's like the brother she never had. I see, and you love her to death. Yeah. At least the beach part was fun. She wore a bikini, right? Oh, yeah, and she looked hot. At least she had one thing going for her. Two. (laughs) So... Now I got a text. Oh, not again. Yeah. I don't get what it means. What does it say? Stop bossing me around, you cheap, sick son of a... Here she gets a little crude. Well, I guess you wanted too much from her on the trip. You think? No, I don't think. But you never listen to common sense. No, I don't think that's it. She just wants to go to the beach for another two weeks. Oh, I get it. And you said no. As a matter of fact, it was my idea. What, to go back for another two weeks? Yeah, the two of us. So I don't get it. Well, she wants to go without me. And you have to pay for the trip? Yeah. Why would you do that? That's what I said. And? And she sent me this text. I don't get it. That's what I said. No, I don't get why you still go out with this woman. Because I... Love love her to death. death. Will Barry finally see the light and not be fooled by Marilyn's double assets? 
Will Davis report Barry to the police for being robbed? Or will Maryland sue Barry for negligence and just be plain cheap? Stay tuned for the next saga of Clueless Barry. The next song that you're going to be hearing was a fun song to create. I just used the first sentence that I unfortunately said to my mother. She didn't want to believe for some reason that I was okay. More than okay. (laughs) So I just yelled it out. This inspired me to write the song in lyrics. Sorry, I know you don't say these things to your mother, but damn it, I'm good. Municipal Control of Signs. May I help you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We we do our best, sir. No, sir. I, yes, sir. Thank you for calling the Municipal Control of Signs. Well? Another one. 
I don't get it. I've been working here for 25 years. I've never had so many complaints about not being able to understand the signs. That's strange. You think it could be our new hire? Who? Will? I think he's the best writer we've ever had. Clear as a bell. I know, I know. Just saying, just thinking out loud. I just don't get it. Oh, hi, Will. Hey, Will. A valorous morning to ye all. How's your Thanksgiving? Ah, t'was quite a bountiful dictum of the most gastronomical extravagance. My kin hath eaten me out of house and home. They hath put all my substance into their fat bellies. I know what you mean. All that food. I need double time on the treadmill. Yeah, I must have gained like 20 pounds. <laughs> hey, Will, did you finish the alternate parking sign? Aye, indeed. Hither tis. Ah, uh, thanks. Prithee, thou mayest lay to rest thine carriage on the solstice of the fair night after the hour of midnight when the moon casts eyes on the solemn number of the odd of the east and following the alternate numbers of the even of the west. This best in practice from midnight of the winter to the fairest morning of the spring. Oh, Will, that's so beautiful. Perfect. I don't see the public having a problem with that. No, sir. Clear as a bell. I beg us thy pardon. Easy read. Ah, that is my fairest. <laughs> fairest. Oh, Will, you're such a smooth talker. Even a better writer. Will, read by Barbara, the no pets allowed sign. Ah, I know not wherefore it lay. I think you filed the paperwork under no pets allowed. Ah, tis here indeed. <clears throat> tis not honorable in the merchant's house of goods to bring forth foul creatures that have done upon us no wrong. Wherefore, we prithee thou's kind courtesy to bring forth creatures purely of service to thee. Whoa, that's just plain cool. Good morning, municipal control of signs. Uh-huh. I'll check it out, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for calling Municipal Control of Signs, and have a nice day. Another one. I just don't get it. You know what? Let administration figure it out. Let's go get lunch. You in, Will? Ah, my lord and lady of signs, I do beseech you all my fame for a dish of cheese and cake. Huh? What's that? Grilled cheese. <laughs> Let's get out of here before some other nut job calls. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, okay. Towel is on. Hmm. You need a darker foundation. I see you went to the beach. St. Thomas, the water is so clear. Lucky guy. I don't have vacation until September. See if I can put her in a good word for you. <laughs> Thanks. Hi, Stu. Hi, Meredith. See you're getting your makeup on. So are you. Boy, some tan. Thanks, St. Thomas. Oh, the water is so clear there. Love it. Me too. Uh, what else is going on? What do you mean? You know. Oh, the narcolepsy. Well, I think it's under control. I hope so. Did you go visit your doctor? No, but I'm good. Okay. Just let me know. Run in five, four. Okay. Three. And now, your local news with anchors Stu Steiger and Mary Merck.
Thank you, and welcome to your midday news. In Burns, Oregon, a small band of anti-government protesters who took over a group of federal buildings in Oregon said Monday that they aimed to restore and defend the Constitution, in particular, the rights of ranchers, and to set off a national movement, forcing the federal government to release its hold on vast tracts of western land. The federal government, for its part, are appearing in a contest for now and have nothing to f- wear but their arms. <laughs> Ah, in other news, President Obama aims to sidestep Congress by taking executive action. And cleaning my eyebrows before the show. Stu, wake up, Stu. We're on the air. Oh, oh, yes. <clears throat> Four weeks before the Iowa caucuses, the Republicans are turning up the heat. They are not only attacking President Obama's policies, they're going after Hillary Clinton has. <clears throat> Uh, yes, the Republicans are turning up the heat, stating that today's policies are more apologies than... Hillary could take from Monica. After all, no use crying over spilled milk. Really, Stu? Um, and now for a glimpse at the week's forecast, we'll go to Arnie. Arnie, what does our forecast look like? Well, Mary, this week it's going to be cold, 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 as a northerly cold front is coming in from Canada. Say, Stu, what are you doing in my neck of the woods? You have to find my snuggle bear. Snuggle bear. Meredith took it up north in the cold. Poor snuggles. Uh, we'll break off to hear a message from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Can't sleep, tossing and turning. Tried everything from pills to warm milk. We at the Acme Sleep Institute have the solution for you. Siesta Vista. The patented mattress that counts your sheep and sings you to sleep. Here are some testimonials from some of our customers. Siesta Vista is a miracle saver. I don't have to think about what sheep I left off at. I just can be lulled into a deep, deep sleep. I haven't slept this good since my dear old ma used to rock me in her arms. I love you, Siesta Vista. Yes, Siesta Vista. Sleep your deepest sleep. The patented mattress that counts your sheep and sings you to sleep. And now back to your local news with anchors Stu Steiger and Mary Merck. Get him off of there! I'm trying. He's not responding. Oh my gosh. Call 911. And now a breaking news bulletin from your local news station. We are here in front of Parlor City's local news station where emergency crews have been called out. Let's ask one of our bystanders what is going on. What is going on, local bystander? It seems news anchor Stu Steiger has fallen asleep on the 15th floor ledge outside of the building. Wait, I'm getting a signal from the station. Meredith, Meredith, is that you? Yes, it's me. Everything is okay, folks. As soon as Stu is lifted off the ledge by Parlor City's finest, we will be back with me, Meredith Merck, your new head anchor. Stay tuned. Depression and addiction are subjects that many do not want to touch or are ashamed they have. How sad, for both are treatable illnesses. The song I wrote called Why Didn't You Say 
addresses just these topics. I dedicate this song to my darling cousin, who never admitted he was depressed or had an addiction until it was too late. Again, why didn't you say?
Living up north, my husband and I are seasonal boaters. Since we love nature, we make a deliberate plan to travel on the Erie Canal in the beginning of the boating season in May to the end of October. Our trips usually take us three days. We pass through several locks. Locks are sort of like elevators that take us to different levels of waterways. And then in October, we store the boat in a heated, dry dock. There has never been a time in our 20-plus years of experience when the scenic route is not breathtaking. Even when it rains, we find boating turns our moods into the most positive of spirits. This euphoric experience is usually shared with fellow boaters as well. Nature brings out the best in our nature. This year, however, we met an exception. What a beautiful day. Couldn't be any nicer. Can't believe it is almost the end of autumn and still warm. We were lucky to pick this day to take the boat back to the winter dock. I know. Okay, hon, heads up. We're entering the lock. Morning. Yeah, got your boating lock pass. Here you are. What a gorgeous day. Can't believe it's 70 degrees in October gonna rain tomorrow. Well, at least it's nice today. Where are you heading? Uh, up north, Cicero. What do you want to go up there for? That's where we store our boat for the winter. Are you from there? No, we're from the southern end of the lake. So why don't you store it down there? No heat storage there. Oh, you need heat storage. Shrink wrap isn't good enough. Yeah, you people today are too spoiled that you don't like choppy water. We're used to it. You people are river boaters. Now Lake Ontario has ten-foot swells. That's what I'm talking about. Always complaining. Too cold, too hot, too rainy, too sunny. No one has common sense anymore. Where are you all from? Westover. I have no use for Westover. Pansy's over there, too. Boo-hoo, we got flooded. Well, duh, move up the hill. I have a house on top of a hill, and I don't get flooded. My neighbors down the hill do. I tell them, duh, move to the top. But no, they want people to feel sorry for them. That's why I moved. Don't like people. Bought 280 acres of land on top of a hill. Don't have to deal with people. Yes, well, if you can open the locks, we'll be on our way. Oh, no. I'm already off and going to my other job. Ask Phil to let you through. Okay, uh, say, uh, what's your other job? I'm Goodwill Ambassador for the Tourist Center next door. Good talking to you. Too bad it's gonna rain. So it goes. Couldn't make this stuff up if I tried. And now, KB Cabaret presents a new segment to our show. Midge the Poodle's Commentary. Is this on? Okay. Wait, I need to situate my paw on this freaking swivel chair. Why did they make the seat so wobbly? What? Oh! <clears throat> Hello, everyone. My name is Midge the Poodle, and this is my debut radio commentary. My mom is head writer and producer of the show, and she said I can have a trial spot on the program. I'm counting on you, the audience, to let me know how I am doing. Uh, Through feedback, my mom will determine whether I should remain on the show or not. Obviously, I'm sweating it. Well, really, I can't sweat like humans. I would need to pant and sweat through my tongue, but... I can't right now because I'm talking, and that would not sound right. Mm -hmm. Oh, 
mom says to get on with it. Okay. <clears throat> Hi, my name is Midge the Poodle, and this is my radio commentary, The World as I See It. What's with the expression dog-friendly? I have yet to find a place that truly lives up to its name. I'm talking about the final frontier. Us dogs are still discriminated against, and I mean big time. Do you know how many times I have been inside a restaurant? You guessed it. Zero. Zip. Now, for the past couple of years, when the weather is nice, I am allowed to sit outside on the terrace of some restaurants. That is special because I can rest my thin body on a hard, cold surface while my humans are sitting above me laughing and enjoying their meal. What do I get? Maybe some water and half a hamburger in a styrofoam or plastic takeout dish? I'll take it, but come winter and I'm home alone again. Some hotels allow me to stay with my humans overnight, and that's a treat, because there is always something soft to lay your head on. And I love the elevators. I mean, it's strange, right? Going up and down without moving. <laughs> well, lately, my humans had a difficult time apartment shopping. In, in southern Florida, by the coast anyways, apartment complex owners have a strict no-pet policy, or... A small dog policy. I mean, what's that about? I'm a standard poodle, for goodness sake. I may not be small, but I am petite. Finally, I love a good movie. I heard there's a cartoon coming out in the movie theaters near you about just my topic, Secret Lives of Pets. Come on, my type of flick. I'm the connoisseur of poodle private goings-on inside the doors. I mean, I'll buy tickets all around. But no, I dare any pet owner to say one for me and one for Fifi. <sighs> no, I'll never be able to see a Benji film or Rin Tin Tin. I will kill to see Ted the Bear. Finally, I would like to say humans are funny animals. They kiss you on the nose one second and say, stay, the next. I love them. They're the best. But every now and then, I just like to get the car keys and say, I'll take you out. So I guess that's all for my first show commentary. If you would like to give feedback on what you thought of this content or any other segment of the show, please write to kbcabaret.com. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T dot C-O-M and click on to contact. Thanks for listening. My name is Midge the Poodle, and may all of you have a nose-licking and tail-wagging kind of day. Hi, Hannah. I'm having Sunday dinner with Larry and the kids. Hey, Joe, are you watching the game? OMG, is this really happening? I'm stuck with mom and dadster. No way, dude, this is so... Here's the diet for you, no ice, coffee, Chardonnay with the splash of soda, and chocolate milk. Uh, would you like to hear the specials? 
Sure. We have a Philly cheesesteak with Alfredo sauce, fully bathed in au jus for just $9.99. A Monte Cristo with poached egg fried on the inside for just $11.99. Our salad today is fried oyster with mussels and asaggio drizzled with gorgonzola Dijon, and that's just $11.99. Okay, uh, think about it, and I'll be right back to take your order. Wow, there's always so much on this menu. I never know what to get. I know. Mary, do you know what you want? OMG, Momster So No Chill. I don't know, maybe a salad? The oyster one? Ew, no, that's so sickening. Well, then what? Uh, I don't know, maybe the chicken Caesar? Jenny, what are you gonna have, dear? Do you think he's into me? L O L. Jenny, huh? What are you having, dear? I don't know, a cheeseburger maybe? You always have a cheeseburger. Why don't you try their Philly cheesesteak special? Whatever. What did he say? Does he know I'm alive? Cliff Avril is the man. Touchdown. Score. Yeah, I know, right? Are they really together? Really? Hello? Is anyone even... Yes, I can go to the grocery store afterwards. What do you need? Did you see the way KJ bullied his way through? Touchdown! Okay, I'm back. Are we ready to order? Hold on, I'm still texting. Okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, Now I I think I know what I want. Um, Honey, why don't you order first? Hmm? Honey! Hmm? What? Food! You know what you'll have? Oh, sorry, yeah, um, uh, do the kids know? I think so. Mary, honey, do you still want that chicken Caesar? Yeah. Jenny, did you want the Philly cheesesteak special? Jenny? What? The Philly cheesesteak special. Did you still want that? Yeah, whatever. Okay. One chicken Caesar salad, one Philly cheesesteak special. I'll have the oyster salad special. And um, I'll have a bacon cheeseburger with barbecue sauce. Okay. Thanks so much. I'll just take your menus. Thank you. Thanks. No, 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 no. What? What? Did you see that? What? On the widescreen above the bar. I can't believe we have a penalty. Oh, for goodness sake. Did you see that? We're losing our grip right at the last minute. Unbelievable. How do you spell unbelievable? U-N-B-E-L-I-E-V-A-B-L-E. Yes, mother. Got it. Two pairs. Four bananas, one loaf raisin bread, one large block of Swiss cheese, and coffee ice cream. I know. I had braces. Duh. I know, right? What is that even a thing? I mean, hashtag, I can't even deal right now. Hashtag, that's so sick. Okay, here we are. Oyster salad for you, chicken Caesar, uh, bacon burger with barbecue, and the Philly special. Would you like anything else? Okay, I'll be back. Maybe not. You guys hang in there. I'll be in the back spitting in your dessert. <laughs> oh, oh, the food is here. Honey, hun, hun. Uh, oh, yeah, good. I can use food right now. Jenny, Mary? Barf, gotta go. Food's here. Jenny. Rose, what's this? I didn't order this. I thought I was getting a cheeseburger. You said you didn't want the cheeseburger. You said you wanted the special. I don't want to hear another word. You'll eat what's in front of you. Oh, this is nice. 
It's so rare we can sit down and enjoy a nice family outing and have an old-fashioned conversation once in a while. I know. That's what Sunday family dinner is all... Oh, are you kidding me? The Cardinals just stole the ball. No, that's a 22-yard touchdown! Before I introduce my final selection, I want to thank my good friend David Rice and his production studio, Basement Audio, for helping me with all of the songs arrangements you have heard today. His talent of instruments combined with technology goes unmatched. Thank you, Dave. The song that you are going to hear as a final selection is my rare input into politics. Well, really about social behavior through the guise of politics. Some may think I see people through rose-colored glasses. Who knows? I wish others sometimes would don those glasses. So I sigh. Appropriately, the song is called Hear Me Sigh. Thank you again for listening to our show. Talk to you next week.
Well, folks, that's all for today's show of KB Cabaret. Starring Kate Murray, Judy McMahon, Molly Murray, Charles Berman, John Carey, John Montgomery, Bill Murray, and me, Bree Harvey. Original skits by Bree Harvey, Kate and Bill Murray, Charles Berman, Pete Bowers, John Carey, and John Montgomery. Original music by Bree Harvey. Musical arrangements by Christina Donella. Our sound engineer is Charles Berman. Assistant sound engineer, Valentine Terrell Monfriuga. We had a grand old time here at Parlor City with our friends here and where you are. Next week, we will start our communicating all over again with crazy antics, short stories, skits, songs, and, if we get Beulah up, her recipes. Please visit our website at kbcabaret.com. That's K-B-K-A-B-A-R-E-T dot com to find her recipes, our sponsors, and contest entry rules for poetry and short stories. Why should we be the only ones who write? That's right. We want to hear from you and your talented ways. When we choose the pieces you have written, read it on air as well as print it on our website. The hardworking, fun-loving folks here at Parlor City say there are no goodbyes, only farewells. And above all, come and visit next week, same time, same station, at KB Cabaret. Thank you for coming, coming to stay a while. Thank you for coming to spend some time. Love to have you and share our parlor city. Come back again now to KBK. Cal-